0: to read two verses six and seven. Amen. Amen. Therefore, I remind you, stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love And of a sound mind, Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you right now for an opportunity to preach to these Your people. I pray, Father God, that You would use me, that You would anoint me afresh, that You would give me an anointing that makes preaching easy. I pray that it would destroy yokes, Father, that this word would go deep into our spirits, and that it would bear fruit. We give You praise, glory, and honor for all these things. Satan, the Lord, rebuke you. We bind every spirit that will come to try to rob Your people of this word. And Jesus. Name, we do pray. Amen. I'm going to preach to you this morning. You are too gifted not to be great. Too gifted not to be great. I know sometimes you might ask yourself, why is Pastor so hard on us? Uh, okay, you can be honest. You can see, yeah, sometimes you kind of go off. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I, I knew, I knew, thank you for being honest. You want to know why? It's because when I prayed for God to send me help after receiving the pastoral calling, I asked him to send me great people. Jesus. I said, I, I said, God, I need great people for a great work. Because the calling that he put on my life, I believe, was a great calling. And because I believe God hears my prayers, then I have to believe that I am surrounded by greatness. But a lot of times this greatness gets clouded by life. Oh. The Bible says that he created us in his image to be the image of the glory of God. And that he's given each of us gifts so that we can achieve this purpose and mirror this image. But a gift untapped of its full potential is a disappointing thing to witness. Can somebody say amen? Amen. And so our father is sometimes hard on us. And it's because he knows that we could be better and do better with what he's given us. The devil also knows that we've been endowed with power, authority, and gifts. But he also knows he can't steal the gift. Uh He can't steal the gift. He can only try to get us to doubt what we have. Now, last week I told you that, you know, we have to wait on the Lord, but God is waiting on us. That God has already given us everything we could possibly have. See, the enemy wants us to be discouraged. He, he That's, I, And I know I'm talking right because whenever I preach and I tell you that you already have all that God is ever going to give you, it kind of gets quiet. Like, I, I, I don't believe that. I'm your pastor. I already know the vein that I'm in. So there, there's some that believe, but because if you really believe that you had everything that God was ever going to give you, then you'd be operating Ooh. See, see, I I'ma take my time this morning, cause I'm going to preach this morning. But and maybe Dick and Derek and, and and Brother Andrew can, you know, can yeah, Steve, because Steve worked on cars too, so you can understand this. So like if if I'm in a Toyota, Toy Toyota before 1980 and I pull up alongside a Lexus, right? After 80, I'm not gonna rev my engine like I'm about to beat this Lexus. Because I know I don't have enough power in my Toyota to beat that Lexus. But when I drive up in my car and I pull up next to Alexis, I know I got enough power. Y'all better help me. So, so when you know you got power, you act a different way. So when I told you last week, you already have everything God's going to give you, it was like, a Lexus talking talking to a Toyota, cause I didn't get Lexus response. Y'all gonna think y'all gonna jump up in the middle of the night and start shouting off of what I just said, but anyway. My job today is to encourage you, to get you to understand that and comprehend that you are gifted to be great, that you have greatness. And through this text, there are some graces that we, we need so that we can see that we can operate in these gifts. Now, I want you to understand something. I want you to briefly go with me over to 1 Timothy chapter 1, because I, I want to show you something, because this is about as theological and as deep as this message is going to get. And then we just going to take off. But I, I need you to see this because Paul wrote Timothy two letters and second Timothy is known to be the last letter that Paul wrote. All right. So in first Peter, I mean, in first Timothy chapter one, just gonna give you an outline. I wanna just show you something, but look what he says. He says in the first verse, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God, our savior, and the Lord Jesus Christ, our hope. To Timothy, a true son in the faith, right? and then he goes on to urge him he says i want to urge you in verse three i urge you when i went to macedonia to remain in ephesus that you may charge some that they teach no other doctrine so then he goes out and then he goes out to lay out what timothy should teach right and then he goes and look if you read the verse 12 paul starts giving his resume He says, I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who enabled me because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. And he gives him his resume. But I want you to I want to draw your attention to verse 18. He says, this charge I commit to you, son, Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage a good warfare. Having faith and a good conscience, which some having rejected, have concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck. Of whom are Himenaeus and Alexander, whom I delivered to Satan that they may learn not to blaspheme. And then he goes on to tell Timothy, oh, you know, some certain regulations and how the church of God should be run, running. If those who are in authority. Right. So he, he's hitting Timothy off like, OK, I don't want you to shipwreck. I don't want you. I want I want you to mark Himalayas and Alexander as an example. Right. And I want you to hold fast faith. So something happened between <laughs> first Timothy and second Timothy. Because now, in 2 Timothy, Paul is writing again, and he's telling him to stir up the gift. Because God has not given us a spirit of fear. Because something happened to Timothy that's got him afraid. And it's life. See, at the beginning of ministry, it was all good. He was excited. But then he started having to deal with people. And he felt like giving up. So Paul had to write him again and said, wait a minute, Timothy. Stir up the gift. You following me? Now we can go to work. We're going to start at verse 1 in chapter verse, chapter 1 of 2 Timothy. Paul says this, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, in keeping with the promise of life that is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my dear son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father in Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve as my ancestors did with a clear conscience. As night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers, recalling your tears. I long to see you that I may be filled with joy. Recalling your tears, I long to see you that I might be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother, Lewis, and in your mother, Eunice. And I am persuaded it now lives in you also. For this reason, I remind you to fan the flame, the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. And do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. He has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given to us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time, but now it has been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, who has destroyed death and has brought to life an immortality to light through the gospel. And of this gospel, I was appointed a herald and an apostle and a teacher. That is why I am suffering as I am. Yet this is no cause for shame. Because I know whom I believed, and I am convinced that he is able to keep that which I have entrusted unto him until that day. What you have heard in me keep as a pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it, and with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Jesus. Now, now, now this, this message is going to be so good. Where's Corey at? Where's Corey at? Corey, catch. Open that. Open that. There's something in there. that I think you need to open. I think you need to. DeAndre, catch. Now that's not yours, Christian. That's DeAndre's. Open that. Open that. Open that. Open that. See, see how everybody's looking at you open because they want to know what you got. Hmm. They want to know what you, I know what you got. But you had to open it to see what you, aren't you happy now? You happy because you received something. DeAndre, aren't you happy because you received something? I'm going somewhere. Now, I gave it to Corey and DeAndre. DeAndre is my son. Alana is my daughter. Alana, are you wondering what DeAndre has? I can't hear you. You are. DeAndre, you don't have to tell her what it is, the amount, but just what is it? Corey got it. Corey, what do you have? Corey said he got a $20 bill. Wait a minute, wait a minute. DeAndre, did you get it open yet? Yeah. Don't, Don't tell her how much, but what is it? it's money it's money Alana what is coming into your mind right now that I've given DeAndre money why I did so what would you ask me if you was going to ask me a question what would pick what would the question be can I get some Lashawn can you give can you open up what I gave you before service what you got it in your hand I don't want you to give it to her yet, but I want you to read what I wrote before any of this ever happened. Can you read it? Nice and loud. Alana must ask for it. Give it to her, cause she asked for it. That was her question. (laughs) I knew she was going to ask for it, cause she was my daughter. Now I'ma tie this all in. Can we have church? The first thing you gotta recognize about a gift is that you have to receive it. You you have you have received. The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter one verse five that before you were born, God gifted you. He says, "Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet." And then he filled us with faith in proportion to that gift the Bible says in Romans chapter 12 verse 3 for by grace given to me I say to every one of you do not think of yourself more highly than you are but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each one what I need you to get to understand is that he told he told Timothy to stir up the gift that is in you by the laying on of my hands right now Paul's hands cannot override God's hand so what Paul was doing was he was confirming the gift that God had given to Timothy Y'all better help me. And he had to receive that gift. What What you and I need to understand, and what I'm trying to let you know that you've been you're too great, you're gifted to be great, is that before you were born, God gave you something. And just like before I came to church, I wrapped that stuff up. I knew in my mind exactly who I was going to give what to. Y'all better help me. Now, Corey, I know, plays football. And I know Corey is saying, it would have been nice if you would have threw me the football because football is what I like to do I'm preaching already and DeAndre saying I don't play football I like to play basketball why didn't you find a basketball but I knew because I am the father giving the gift that I'm going to give him something that he may not love but when he opened it it was more than y'all better help me and I knew that when DeAndre caught, received the football because he's my son, he opened up the gift and he received something. Now he may be saying, it's not exactly what Corey got, but I got something. And because Alana's my daughter, the Bible says, how many of your children would ask you for a gift and you'd give them a snake? See, because I know my daughter and she, because she has relationship with me, I knew that she was going to be thinking, why are you giving to your son and not give it to your daughter? I'm- Preaching already, and the Bible says you have not because you ask not. And all you got to do, instead of being jealous about what I've given somebody else, is come to your father and ask me for what I need to give you. So we received this gift, and you and I didn't get to choose or pick whatever God gave us, but we got it. And a lot of us are not happy with what God gave, so we never use it. And that's why, okay, I'm not going to get ahead of myself, (laughs) but because he's God. And that's why Paul said, I am an apostle, not by my will, but by the will of God. It is because of what God called me to do, because I was minding my business, killing Christians, but God put a call on my life, oh my God. God. And because God put the call on your life and gave you the gift, he cannot revoke or take back the gift. Because the Bible says that the gifts of God are without repentance. Means that when God gave it, he's not going to change his mind and take it from you. I'm here to tell you that even if you don't lose it, God won't take it from you. That's bad preaching. Uh, What I tell you, um, good, good preaching, wrong text. That's not what that means. It means that you can have a gift all your life and be buried with your gift yes. <laughs> Have it not tapped the full potential of what God has given you and the Bible says in James 1:17 that every good and perfect gift comes from above. Somebody say you got something you got something, you got something. God wouldn't let you come here empty. And that's why the Bible says He's given to every man a measure of faith. He gifted you first and then gave you a measure of faith so that the faith can grow in proportion to how you use your gifts. I'm preaching up in here. See, when you don't use your gift, that's why your faith is not increased. It is the using and the activity of the gift that increases the faith. Because the more I use it, the more it grows. The more it grows, the more He gives. Y'all better come on. So you got to receive it. And now here comes the issues. Because once you receive it, the thing is, you got to have a revelation of the gift. Because God, I got this thing. So as we grow, we become acquainted with these things. And it's through experience and the things that we love and sometimes the things that we don't love. (laughs) See, and sometimes things that you can do almost seem to come without effort. Like you were just born like everybody can't play the organ everybody can't play the drums everybody can't dance everybody can't sing everybody can't draw everybody can't say hello with a smile every I'm preaching already everybody can't organize everybody can but everybody has something and when God begins to reveal that thing I told my wife once. I said you have to find something that creates a burden it's when you have a burden because I was homeless I have a burden for the homeless that's why I can go out there and give sandwiches because I know what it's like to be on the other side of that brown bag, y'all better help me. And I know how appreciative I was when I didn't eat for three or four days and somebody just gave me something. That's why when we go and we minister, do you see how they're like, I just wanna serve anything you want me to do. I just wanna be a help. They wanna be a help because you're meeting a need and it's through meeting needs that people find out. Jesus 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 and that's why he said in verse 9 he has saved us and called us for a holy life not because of anything we've done but because of his own purposes see you want your gift according to your purpose but God said I gifted you according to my purpose your gift is not for you And he says, this grace was given to me. It's a grace. It was given to me in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. And now it has been revealed through the appearing of Christ. It, it, sometimes your gift just uh, 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 appears. That's why the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 4.14, do not neglect the gift which you have. Don't neglect it. A lot of you are neglecting the gift. You pay more attention to your job than your gift. Your, your, your job is not your gift there are there are so many uh, there, there, let me let me help you there's like one of, percent of mankind that work in accordance to their gift. Uh-huh. Most times you go to job that's why I tell people in my job they say oh I didn't feel I didn't feel appreciated I didn't feel like you know the boss liked me they didn't do me right on my job they, listen they don't got to do nothing for me just pay me my check is thank you yeah. Amen. when you stop giving me my check we're going to have a problem That's right. That's right. but I didn't come to work for you for you to be my friend and to be happy and to tell me I'm doing a wonderful job give me my check because my job is not my gift but my job can help fund my gift Who? Okay, okay, okay. See, you always got to find when God reveals it to you, it's that thing that you'll do if you didn't get paid for it. Come on. That's it. That's the fact, that's it. The thing you would get up and take of your time and even your money and not get paid for it. Some people never get to understand that it's a gift. So once you find it and once it's revealed to you, because God wouldn't give you something not to reveal it to you, because otherwise he couldn't hold you accountable for it. It's what you are revealed. It's what is what, oh, I'm preaching up in here. It's it's what is revealed that has to be taken care of, that you become a Accountable. That's why Paul said he received grace and mercy because he did things ignorantly out of unbelief. But once the truth was revealed to him, he became accountable. Yeah. That's why good preaching is dangerous. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good preaching will mess you up because good preaching will make you change. That's why this church is empty. Because a lot of people want to shout, but they don't want transformation. Jesus. And I don't want nobody around me that can't transform. Uh, help me. I don't want nobody. I don't want to spend the next 40 years of my life around a bunch of people that don't want to change. Because I'm ever changing. Yeah. And if you don't like me now, you sure ain't going to like me next. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so somebody say, I got to have that gift revealed. Is God revealed anything to anybody? Okay. Here's the problem. I'm almost done. Once that gift gets revealed... Once he finally opened the ball, because sometimes it's harder for others to find their gift. Did did, did you catch it? But once it's revealed, now, I know it ain't none of y'all because y'all got money. We got got a rich congregation, so y'all ain't sweating the small stuff. But just for preaching sake. There might have been something in one or two of y'all minds that said, usually kids do this, because most of us mature enough to not you know, trip over stuff like this. Yeah, yeah right. Okay, so, but <laughs> Pastor Mom, I want to just go and preach to you, because I can't even talk to them on this next point. <laughs> but there was something that said, why his son get it? <laughs> Ooh. Boy, Corey, if you wasn't in a the church, they'd be beating you up right now to take that toilet off. Boy, I'm trying to tell you. Because with the revelation of a gift comes rejection. Ooh. It's once we recognize the gifts that the battle begins. And that's why he told him, for this reason, I call you the fan to flame the gift. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power. Because Timothy, I've I've seen you preach a good message. I've seen you fight the good fight. I, I, you understood and you saw my life. You saw the things that I've had to go through as an apostle. And now these troubling things are coming to you, and people aren't listening to your message, and they're not shouting quite like they used to. And they, they're not they're not trying to hear you like they heard you. And now you now you want to back up, and you're getting afraid. You don't want people to see the gift that's in you. Oh oh oh! Can I can I bring in? Joseph! And with his coat of many colors, and it would have been all right if Joseph would have just turned the coat inside out and it would have looked like everybody else's coat, but he had to flip it on the right side. And Joseph was the first brother with a kookie. Y'all better help me a coat of many colors. And everybody else was rocking TJ Maxx, but his father gave him a kookie. Y'all better help me up in there. And Joseph was walking around with that and then had the nerve to tell his mama and his father y'all gonna bow down to me I, I, I got so much gifting and as brother said, we got to go ahead and kill Joseph because he's too gifted. Y'all better help me up in here. Because once you start recognizing and operating in your giving, people, start seeing you move and what God has given you, all the haters come out. Uh, next level, let me help you. If we, were, we just a little old church on the back side of the desert. We ain't got but about 40, 30 people that come to church. Why they want to hate on Little Next Level, why, why they want to hate, it's because they know we're too gifted. We got all these gifts up in this house and we got to use these gifts and we got to go and hey, and be able to withstand the persecution that comes along with having a gift. Are you still going the next level listening to that preacher? What y'all doing over there? Don't worry about what we doing over here. We got gifts in operation going on. You are gifted to be great. You are too great not to be used. And your skills so that we. If they ain't hating on you. You ain't doing nothing. And that's when the enemy wants you to to be afraid. He starts sending, sending antagonists to attack you. Cause he wants you to hide your gift. He wants you to sweep it under the rug. He wants you to he wants you to act like you know you it, it goes like this. Well, I don't I don't do that. i don't i'm not i'm not called to do that well what is you called to i don't know i ain't figured it out yet but i know it ain't that that's when you know so you don't know what you called to but you know what you're not called to (laughs) Well, why don't you just do something that you're not supposed to do till you find out what you're supposed to do? Because right now you ain't doing nothing. I better, and I'd rather be doing something I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing it than to be doing nothing. So you get rejection, and it's not only from outside forces. It could be your family. It be your family that rejects you, because you're gifted. They see you coming to the cookout. Here she come. <laughs> Y'all going to hate me that I'll tell you. you got to come bringing a cake, too. You come, you bringing all the food. Cause, so they hate you, but you got the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they going to listen to you, because they got to eat. Liz, I ain't trying to get in your business because if them cupcakes wasn't good, nobody wouldn't listen to you. I'm trying to tell you, you got a gift with the cupcakes, so we'll listen to you while we're eating the cupcakes. Once the cupcakes is over, (laughs) help me up in it because they want the benefits of the gift. They want the favor that comes with being around the gift. Oh. but 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 they want you to hide but here's what god wants you to do and i'm about and i'm about, i got two more points and we're gonna go home because i I'm, I'm i really want to get to this preach you ready you over there you good christian you ready Come me a kickie. yeah they want you to re- they want you to hide it but god wants you to do what with it i'm with my eyes y'all preach it to me he wants you to rejoice over the gift That's why he said in verse 8, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord of me, his prisoners. Rather, join with me in the suffering for the gospel, for it is the power of God. Now, listen, I know you when you think about joy, you don't think about suffering. But Paul is saying, come on. Listen, this is a way to encourage a preacher, right? I'm telling you that like Paul didn't take no theology class whatsoever. He he get an an F on encouragement. Come on, Timothy, don't be afraid. Join with me in the suffering. (laughs) What? (laughs) Thanks a lot. (laughs) No thanks. But he said, I want you to, come on, we gotta be strong as I'm in prison and never got out. And I'm, I'm about to die the death. <laughs> now, you know you're about to die when it's the death. You ever watch them fighting movies? We're going to die the death. No, I'm cool with that. I'm going to go back. Y'all, <laughs> I'm straight with the die and the death part. <laughs> it's, it's funny, right? But that's how y'all be in the morning on Sunday what? Down on the green? Nah, I'm going to church. I'm cool with the down on the green part. <laughs> nah. Okay, I'm going to leave y'all alone. I'm going to keep saying it until you get so convicted you just stay on the green. And I'm going to be down here so he can stop talking about me. <laughs> if I just got to walk through the green, I ain't even going to be with them. All right, let me stop. Joy? is related to suffering. I want you to join with me in the suffering for it is power. It is through power. It is through suffering that we get power. I want you to rejoice over what God gave you even though you you may die for it because that is the power that's your. It's not until you're ready to die over your gift that your gift can receive the fullness of the power. But I need you to be joyful while you're suffering. Uh, Y'all still ain't catching it. Okay, let me say it to you like this. The joy of the Lord is... Is my strength. So if I'm operating in a gift and I'm being rejected, don't hide it. Rejoice over the gift because joy brings strength. I can't be afraid because I. If nobody want to celebrate with you, celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself about what God did. Let them go ahead and hate that God gave you something. But I'm going to bless God that I got something and it's been revealed. I'm, I'm not going to hide it. They, Joseph didn't get angry because he let them should know his gift, even though he was rejected, put in the pit, and then put in the prison. Y'all better help me. He was in prison. But he was gifted in prison. He was rejoicing over his gift well he was suffering and he was drawing strength to his gift how? because he was operating in his gift he could have been bitter at his brothers he could have been mad at Potiphar's wife he was in the man's dungeon but he got forgotten by the baker and everybody else that said they was going to look out for him because they were taking advantage of his gift don't think for a second that Joseph was locked down not operating in his gifts Because he had to be operating. He was, he would, everybody that was in prison would come to Joseph and be like, Joseph, I had this dream. Can you go ahead and tell me what this dream is? Well, oh, this is what this dream is. Let me tell you what God is doing. Okay, I'm, I'm sharpening my gift. Oh, this thing is getting good. God is really showing himself up in this prison. Uh, uh, Joseph, Joseph, go, go ask Joseph, Joseph. No, you, listen, Joseph, I had this dream last night about these two cows and about these two. I'm going to tell you what it means. He continues to strengthen, He's getting joy. Look at all these people in this prison being blessed by my gift. Y'all better help me preach. I'm rejoicing. Thank you, Lord, for the gift Even though I'm locked in prison and I could be bitter. Thank you for allowing me to interpret these prisoners' dreams. And then one day, the king said he had a dream and nobody could interpret the gift. And somebody remembered that Joseph was down there interpreting dreams and he said bring joseph up here and joseph said okay god will show you he was using his gift in prison so that when the opportunity presented itself he was able to operate in his gift He operated in his gift and Potiphar said, I am going to make you second in command only in regards to my throne will I be over you. I'm trying to help you church. That is what heaven is saying to you. I'll let you go ahead and be second under me only in regard to my throne because the earth is my footstool and now better help me. I'm trying to help you that if you allow God to use your gift he'll let you rule what's been ruling you yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. which brings me to my last point if you rejoice over the gift if you're rejected over the gift if you receive the gift if the gift has been revealed then it is time to reap from the gift Ooh. And that's why he said "Guard the deposit That was entrusted to you Whenever God makes a deposit He's coming for a withdrawal Some of y'all don't understand that Because that's banking terms He made a good deposit See when God said he made a good deposit You ever go to the bank And deposit some real money Oh I ain't talking about direct deposit I ain't talking about what you work for I'm talking about you got a blessing and you walk see when you when you get that type of blessing you playing all kind of Kurt flanking in your car on the way to the ATM right you like the Lord is good you see everybody hey God has got I'm on my way to make a good deposit God just get one witness on a good deposit I need to know there's at least a couple of people in here that know what a good deposit is. A deposit that you got to sit by the way ATM and wait for it to go. (laughs) <laughs> that, 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 that's that's what god because you already know that they, he, it's, you're being entrusted with something he told you to guard it with the holy spirit the bible says that if you give it'll be given to you good measure pressed down shaken together ah y'all better help me the reason why you can't reap from your gift is because you don't give your gift if you give your gift, you're supposed to reap from your gift. Y'all better help me. Yeah, you, you're supposed to be, yeah, yeah, you're too gifted to be. In other words, you're too gifted to be broke. I don't, I, I, can't look at the notes no more. I just got to preach this thing. Yeah, you're too you're too gifted not to be great. Because God put a deposit in you. He brought you here before. He wouldn't let you breathe his good air if you didn't have something to give. Somebody say, I got to give it. I got to give it. Because I'm tired of being broke. You're too gifted to be broke. You too gifted to be depressed You too gifted to be angry You too gifted <laughs> to be lonely You too gifted to be Y'all better help me You are too gifted Tap your neighbor say I, I know you can't tap him Just look at him Corona out there But I'm too gifted Go ahead and tell somebody I'm too gifted and I can't allow the enemy to rob me of any more days Not using my gift I'ma use my gift if nobody else like that I'ma use Y'all better help me Some of you think you gifted to be angry But I'ma scratch that You ain't gifted to be angry I need you to wipe the anger out you too gifted not to forgive You're too gifted not to let it go See, gifted people can let it go They say, I don't care, I'm glad I'll let you walk out of my life I'm too gifted, I'm not gonna block my blessing I'ma continue to operate Matter of fact, I got to be better today than I was yesterday Cause I got greatness on this, The Bible says that he who is in you is greater than he that's in the world Somebody say, I got great stuff That's why they hate you, cause you know you great Wear your greatness, flash your greatness Woo! Stop putting it on social media That you broke, that you angry That you frustrated, that you lonely That you desperate, the devil is alive I'm gifted If I'm single, I'm gifted You ca- The Bible said that Paul said I've been gifted to be single you wasting all your time mad because there ain't nobody in your life when you got god that's all you gifted and everybody ain't got what you got and that's why when we come to this church everybody got to use their gifts everybody can't preach everybody can't teach everybody can't sing but he said to one I gave one to this I gave another to that I gave another I look at your neighbor and say what you got I need to see you using what you got because the Bible says to the one that used it he gave him more because God will give you more if you do right with the one he'll give you two if you do right with the two he'll give you six if you do right ah, y'all better help me up in here you better do right with your gift And if you ain't got a gift, do right to the gift that God gave you. I'm talking about me. I am a gift. Y'all better help me up in here. God loves you so much, He gifted you with me. You got a good pastor. Everybody don't got this gift. They wish they had it though, they want to pay for it, they want to come, come on y'all better help me, you get it for free. That's why people take advantage of you, because they know you're a gift. Ain't that the truth? My wife could testify, she know I'm a gift. Ain't name but one me, oh, and she got me. Don't be mad, don't hate. Y'all better help me up in here. Yeah, no, don't, no, no, no. And she is gifted. Gifted to handle my crazy. Everybody ain't gifted to handle your crazy. Ain't that right, Dick and Derek? I know you can't say nothing. Can't... <laughs> you better bless God for your husband. Right now, you better shout one arm, two arms, because that can't nobody handle your crazy like that man right there. He is gifted. <laughs> That's right, Alina. Thank God for him. No, you crazy. You ain't gonna say nothing. Look at him, got his hands like he can't even move. He's scared to give God praise. Give God some praise on here, boy. <laughs> Monique done left the building. Where she at? Oh, she hiding. Don't be hiding, girl. The endless nights of council. That's right. Some shout music. Your, your church is a gift. Ain't nobody gonna put up with us. We, we, gonna, we got to deal with one another. Hey man, I know Bree, you saying there come some crazy people. We are gifted. Crazy people can be gifted. You gotta be, when you're gifted, you're kind of special. <laughs> you ain't figured that out. Like the real gifted people, they kind of, they out there. Ain't that right, Andrew? <laughs> No way. God working on it. He making somebody, I don't, I don't know, he, he had to make him go back to the drum board. But anyway, God is good. That's greatness. That, that's favor. That's You got to understand that. So no more mediocre. We got to understand. We, we are too gifted. We got stuff in here that's just coming out of the woodworks. And it's, it's awesome to hear you playing that keyboard. Like, you know how long we've been praying and fasting that God would send musicians? Hey, I thought it was the track. I know some of y'all did too. Definitely. That's what he did you, when you bring up a gift. When you nurture a gift, you understand? God, we thank you for the gifts you've given us. And even in this season where it seems like we can't move like we want to move, and it may feel like your gift is being suppressed, we know that it's just—it's time to sharpen the gift, to stir up the gift. Because, God, we know that we won't be in these times always. So, Father, let the creativity continue to flow. Help us to get bold where we've been afraid to even acknowledge that we have a gift. And, God, when we're called on, help us to execute with the power of your Holy Spirit. No more fear. Power, love, sound mind. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Gifted great people, go out and enjoy your great weekend. Love one another. Wherever this word has found you, put it in prayer. And I pray that you walk in it. Grace and peace.